I just want to start from the outset to say that any decision we make today may change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have commissioned... Supercoach 360. <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Mate, 100%. We need to find out why they think it's okay to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar to megastar! In this regard, we're leaving every option on the table. Excellent. Oh, what was that, something special! You know what? Uh, that's not talent. Oh. Supercoach 360! The best way to handle these things is to stay measured, stay calm, you know, live your life as normal. Unless we start finding it off the people... Who actually Just do it? Makes it a little ordinary life feel a little bit better for that man. Supercoach 360. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. All right, super coaches, welcome to the show this week. Um I'm starting out, so be ready. Who are you? Uh, oh, Bergs. Uh, my other faithful companions are Con. How you going? And Juzzy. Hey, buddy. How you doing? <laughs> Fantastic. Um, origin week to talk about, so not too much to talk about, but still a lot of origin-relevant stuff I feel we can uh, get through tonight. Um, a few final touch-ups. Yeah, just a few things to look at. Like a couple of people got... Uh, Oh, didn't get selected. A couple of people got selected that people I thought um, were, were shoe ins and, and not gonna get, yeah. get a run. They they play it. They're playing this week. So are they relevant? Are they not? That's the other question. Um, so yeah. Uh, firstly, how was your weeks, fellas? Yeah, mine was good, mate. Supercoach wise as well. Nah, supercoach wise not so good. Nah. Nah. Juzzy? Nah, yeah. My team is, I'm, I'm doing the descent. I, I stayed a little bit higher for a little bit longer this year, but I'm dropping down. Yeah. I'm, my season is falling away, boys. I, I thought I was building to a master plan, but I'm going to take a massive hit with a buy round. I've only got nine players. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm not going to, you know what? I'm going to wait for this because judging by that, we can kill two birds with one stone with Brad's PPM a bit later. So... What I'll do is go into the next thing. Uh, Origin, who has to back up and who can be afforded a rest from Origin, um, especially after game one? I, I, we were talking earlier off, off Mike Con about possible teams that can't afford it and, and a couple of teams that can, but not all players will, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah. Like we said, for instance, from the Panthers, if, if someone's going to get a rest, it won't be Nath and, and Yo. It'll be one or the other. Yeah, someone will definitely get a run there. I think it'll be separate. Yeah, uh, we felt Toto will definitely probably get a run after he's had a bit of a layoff for Penrith. Um, not sure on his fitness. Don't get me wrong, does a lot of work, so was, that's still another thing to keep an eye on. Um, the Melbourne players, <clears throat> they were the other team. We felt not they could afford a rest, if it, and Penrith could also easily rest a few more of those players that are playing Origin. Um, but the storm again. We watched the capitulation without other 
without their other stars. So I'm not sure Bellyache wants to, will rest them all, you know what I mean? Like uh, Munster and Grant at the same time, they might get separated rests, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I don't know if he'll rest them all at all. Like Grant's had a few weeks off through injury. Hughes isn't playing Origin, but he's missed a few weeks. Munster's missed a few weeks this year. Perhaps isn't back yet, so... Um, they're not as high as they usually are in the ladder at this time of year either. Like they've already lost three games this year. Usually, they're lucky to lose one by now. Yeah. So, I don't know if that's going to play a part or not. Also, we said Cam Murray could get a rest just as yeah. he's come back from injury. He'd be one that could be afforded a rest. Um was there others we said Tedesco could do the come down to Joey Manu's form as well at fullback? If he's smashing it, then Roosters can easily afford to rest him. Yeah, I'm not worried about Joey Manu. I think the option's definitely there for Robbo. It just depends on what he and Teddy wants to do, I guess. I'd say Teddy's going to have a choice in the matter. Well, he has the storm. You reckon he'll play? Oh, not just that. Teddy's a, Teddy has big games. You know, he, he steps up in them big games and Origins... No different for him. I think last year, he, for after Origin 1, finished the year with hip flexor injury and was getting needled up a lot and just played through. Um, so he's one of them guys, is he, he puts the body on the line. So if he does put the body on the line, I can see Joey Manu definitely playing some games there, you know, extended period even. The, the one thing is their spine's actually starting to look decent over the last couple of weeks looks like the combination's finally coming to fruition that they've seen in the pre-season so i don't know if they want to disrupt that or not that might be a consideration as well so well they're another team that's struggled a fair bit you know like you just said like they have struggled and for them to only just start clicking it will come down to joey manu i feel um <clears throat> so yeah Anyone else you can see afforded a rest in amongst that? You think Ruben Cotter's earned one, especially if Lolo's fit or... Yeah, I could possibly see him getting a rest. Because these are some heavily owned guys, you know? They're yeah, just, definitely. Um, they're guys that I feel... I, I couldn't sell Nafe, not for what I paid for him now. He's down at 700k. Yeah. Um. So, But don't get me wrong, I've got some good scores out of Nafe. Had some low ones, but he's a non-sell for me, so... Out of any of them guys, could you sell any of them guys? Like, would you? Could you sell a Teddy? Like, sort of preempting in your own head that he's only going to play a few games, and who for? If there's anyone even out there to mm. go for, or I don't know. I think if you held Teddy for this long now, I think you might as well keep holding him, try and get Joey in the centres if you can. Yeah, he's your only way to Joey. Yeah, maybe, but. He's hit some form, Teddy. I wouldn't like to be trading him out now. Yeah. For me, I'd only go for him for Pappenhausen if he was named 14 and Teddy wasn't. Um, that'd be the only swing for me because if, especially if the Blues win, Pappenhausen might find it hard to get his 14 again, the poor bugger. Um, yeah, I think Paps is, isn't due back to around 15. So I think he'll be very lucky to play Origin this year. So unfortunately yeah, that's... That would be the only way I go, especially with like yeah, um, yeah. There's just not much else going on there. Uh, Juzzy, what about you, mate? Can you think of anyone who can be afforded a rest in amongst that? Like any teams 
Uh, I think the one going around is Cotter. Yeah. Like, looking like he might not play, you know, the next four or six games. I think he's got short turnarounds, but I'm, I know that was on your list of things to talk about a little bit later. Uh, is no, no, sort of good. some of the turnarounds. No, that's a, that's no, he's good there. Like, and, and you're right. Like, like uh, Brad would probably differ, but I think everyone when we jumped on Cotter, he wasn't he wasn't playing Origin. He was he was definitely he was shooing for thirteen. Um, he was a good number two the way he was scoring, but there were sort of hints that he might play Origin as well. And yeah, we were sort of even saying it a couple of weeks ago, like he could play. He's on the cast, but. Well, and he made it. Well, I don't watch much Channel Nine, but they had Billy on NRL three hundred and sixty last night, and he said that he's been speaking glowingly about Cotter for weeks now on Channel Nine coverage. So, well, he's a couple he, of the cows were there. A couple of the cows, uh, he highly heavily rated, you know, and the writing was on the wall, sort of. But yeah, yeah, there was still like the likes of. Who were they going to drop for him? You yeah, know? Like, that was my question, and they got answered. I didn't like the answer, but anyway, that's football, isn't it? Well, there's a couple like, um, also like you got to look at people now. Oh, we'll go in. Do you want to go to Brad's PPM so then we can go to this other thing, or is it is it uploaded? Yeah, yeah, we'll go to Brad's thing. Uh, good evening, super coaches. Good day to all the uh, listeners out there. Good day to the uh, boys on the panel. Hope everyone's had a great week and is trying to stay warm in this blistery, bloody cold weather that we've got. All right, um, I'm here tonight to do Roscoe's team list twists. Um, I hope we've all been preparing well for this buy round. But, uh, I think. Um, yeah, I, th- I think I'm going to have some numbers there, but we'll we'll see. Um, there's always a lot of things that can happen in the lead up to Origin. So the first game this weekend, of course, is Titans and the Cowboys. The Cowboys have got some major outs with uh, Nanai, Cotter, Dearden and Val Holmes all out. Um, they've been replaced by Brendan Elliott. There's a blast from the past. I haven't seen him have a run for a while. Um, on the wing, Ben Hampton goes into 5'8", um, while um, Helen Lukey gets a starting spot, and Jason Tomalolo, he's back, uh, which will please a lot of super coaches. We've all been waiting, hopefully, uh, to see him back. For the Titans, two big outs there. Of course, uh, Big Tino, he's off to origin, and for Peter, he is injured. <coughs> Excuse me. Um... So, uh, the only real changes because of those two out. Uh, uh, this week, uh, Fodawaka is back, and Sam McIntyre goes on to uh, in, into the starting second rower. On the Friday night, we've got the Panthers versus the Bulldogs. The Bulldogs are virtually unchanged from um, from previous weeks. No TPJ. That's going to hurt a lot of super coaches. Sorry about that, folks. Um, but with no TPJ there. Uh, but Jacob Karazzi does get another spot on the wing. So there'll be a lot of us, myself included, all hoping he could get a few meat pies and help his cash growth a little bit. For the Panthers, of course, there's a few outs there. There's four major outs. Uh, new new halves pairing uh, with Kurt Falls. 
and Sean O'Sullivan. Sean O'Sullivan's pretty expensive, <coughs> but he did score well when he's uh, he does have a very super coach friendly game. So um, if anybody wants a balls up move, that that would be one. But he he does score very well super coach wise. Um, in the back row, Chris Smith comes in and Matt Eisenhuth goes into lock for Yo. That's going to be a massive miss and an out for uh, the Panthers. They're going to miss Yo massively. All right, on the Saturday night, we've got the Seagulls versus the Warriors. Um, the Seagulls really only have one change, and that's Daly Cherry Evans is out. Schuster goes to 5 8. And Foran goes to halfback. That means, of course, Foran hopefully is on the same side of the field as Okolatu. And we'll be watching to see if he can feed him some really um, some nice short balls there to see him get across for a few meat pies. That'll be pretty good. Saab is also back for Manly on the wing. Um, for the Warriors, no real changes. It's a pretty stock standard team. Um, not really affected by origin at all. Uh... Jazz Tavaga stays on as prop. So if you're looking for a bit of a different alternative in your hooking option or you do have Randall, um, you can probably straight swap into Tavaga. He's available at hooker as well as prop forward. Um, okay, for the last game, and this one does have some significance as far as super coaching goes, it's the Roosters versus the Raiders. Um for the Raiders, the the major uh, Xavier Savage holds on to his fullback spot, and Frawley goes into the five eighth with Fogarty in at number seven. That covers uh, for White and being out. Um, the other major change is uh, to Peen, where he's basically been coming off the bench most of the season. He gets a starting spot in the front row because of Papali going off to Origin. Um, I actually think this is very positive. If you're a Tapin owner or you want to get a, a, a front row that is going to get you some good points, um, I think he could be the one. Uh, I say this because I look at the bench of Tom Starling, Ryan Sutton, Corey, uh, Herrera, Naira, and Trey Mooney. I don't... I, I, all I can see is extended minutes um, for uh, for Joseph Tapin um, out of that bench. He, uh, yeah, I... You know, um, now for the Roosters, for the Roosters, the big one there, of course, is Tapu, Tapu gone, Tapau. He uh, has been replaced by Billy Smith. So if you've been hanging on to Billy Smith all this time at 298000 I don't think many are going to buy him. But, <coughs> oh, excuse me, here's another um, good number for you this week to include. Joseph Suwali is included, despite, of course, being training up there with the Origin squad. Um, the back row of the Roosters looks about as good as anyone's. Angus Crichton, Stilly Tupanua and Nat Butcher, I wouldn't begrudge anybody getting any one of them. All going well. And then Connor Watson coming off the bench as well, who has a very low break even and uh, um, was a PPM standout last week as well. Um, but you can't beat this fellow, all right? If you haven't got him, get him this week. If you're going to afford him, get him. Angus Crichton, a... You get him now, just put him in the team for the rest of the year, get your good points for the buy round, um, and that will uh, that will help you out greatly. 
Um, but speaking of that, it's very funny, and, and a big shout-out to a fellow by the name of Adam DeRussi. He um, does a lot of work as far as what Supercoach stats are concerned, particularly in, in relevance to ownership um, of players uh, in, in the top 100 and the top 1,000, etc. And, and he does... Uh, he he, he analysed basically the top 20,000 teams and... Before we make any trades this week, the top 20,000 teams only have an average of 8.5 players. So <coughs> um, that means that the top 20,000 will only be going into this weekend with an average of 11 players. Um, so if you've got more than 11 players this weekend, you're doing very, very well. So don't get too disheartened. Uh, make your changes, but make sure they're value trades. So people like your Angus Crichton or Tapine who are going to get you some good points. Don't um, uh, try avoid trading uh, for players that are only going to be there for a week or two. Um, Sam McIntyre would be a good example of that. You, you just wouldn't do those sorts of changes because there's no real value in it for you. Um, that's it for this week, folks. Uh, many thanks. Uh, and a big shout-out to my nephew, Jared. He's... Uh, just turned 21 recently, and uh, he listens to you guys every single week on his way to work. He, he puts the pot on in his car and has a listen away, so I um, hope you had a good birthday, Jared. I've still got a bloody big hangover. Um, he's in the top 1% boys too. He reckons he's made some decisions based upon the ramblings on the pod, so keep it up with good work. Everybody else out there, uh, good luck this week, and I hope you all see some green arrows. Bye. Firstly, firstly, let me just say happy birthday, Jared. Seconded. Party on, man. Um, Sounds like Brad O'Dea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll party on for you. Um, so, yeah, good stuff from Brad o and Gus. Gus. Gus is one of the top blokes in my next list. Um, just because we do have some buy-heavy players in amongst us coaches and some people who planned heavily for it. Um, just looking for some relevant players for 13 and beyond. So not necessarily just bring them in for a week, but maybe they see you through to 17 and you, you cash them out. Hopefully someone um, that goes all the way through to the end. Um, the top of that list, I have Joey Manu. Just on his jewel, I put him first. Uh, anyone begrudge Joey? For making that list Nah just on Past performances alone I don't think you can I just think in amongst Especially If we remember form From the end of last year After he did have his stint At fullback He took his game To a next level Um And him and Him and Teddy Sort of Carried their t- I know their team structure Wouldn't rely on them To do that as much This year Because they've got Both their halves And their hooker And stuff But Keep an eye on Joey To play a heavier role once once he gets his run at fullback, he seems to get a taste for football, you know. So, well, there's only three full time centers averaging higher than him already. So, yeah. once he goes to that another level at fullback, at 600k, I think you jump on now. It's the time. It's it is the time. I know a lot have already jumped on. Yeah, well, he's in. He's he's, he's in the ins but, as well. Yeah, well, for those, I know you got taken from your other list there, Tupo. Yeah, in the shock selections for those who brought in Tupo for this round, a straight swap to Manu. Yeah, yummy, yummy. Yeah, 
Um, second on that list is Angus Crichton. As Brad said and pointed out, years gone by, he's just he's a set-and-forget player. You know, you can just put him there and he does a job for you. And he, over the last couple of weeks, he's got better and better. I do know this because I jumped on him over Maddo the other week. Point squaws, Maddo's smashed him, but he has got he has got better over the weeks, Gus. And yeah, definitely. He's improved, and I don't expect him to get regress. And I expect him to take his non-selection a bit personal. Um, so I hope, hope he has a massive game. Um, third on list, Ruben Garrick. Um, it's a massive gamble because Ruben's not cheap. Um, I think he's 660k-ish. So, but he is a guy that you could probably rely on in your centre wing for the rest of the year. You know, um, you wouldn't have to pod play him. He, he kicks the goals. If Manly score points, he's he's sort of scoring points. He's in amongst that as well. So, I don't mind Garrick. He's been busy too. Not like he's just gone back there for a break. He's yeah. trying to get involved and everything. So, well, he has. He's we knew last year. He, he took his game last year. I think from just a a stand stand in there, man. He took. Yeah. He was running and he was passing. And he got involved. This year he's he started the year there, if I remember correct. Or he come in early anyway. Yeah, no, he started the year there. Does he stay at Manly as a winger? Does he move on? Does he like when's his contract up? Oh, I'm not hundred percent sure. on that, but I think he does. I think he does. Um nowhere else was giving him a shot. He came from the Dragons, I think, didn't he? Mm. He weren't getting a run there and I don't think anyone was screaming screaming out. And then last year he just Went on a tear. He could definitely ask for more money somewhere. I, I dare say that, but it's a matter of someone giving it to him and him getting it. We all seen this year he's not anywhere near the leading try scorer that he was and point scorer that he was last year. Well, if he, if he can put together a good run and show that he is capable of playing position, teams like the Dogs and stuff are looking for fullback. So yeah, he is marketing himself, I guess. Yeah. And then next on the list, I've got kick out. Now I wouldn't. Set and forget kick out, but I definitely Tim Moody on with him. Um, he's a bit dear. He's five hundred eighty thousand. He's probably priced at his near top dollar. Um, but he, if you've got if you've got the spare cash and and the room to do it, he's got them weeks where he definitely gets involved a lot more heavily. You know, and if you can pick that week, if you've got him over this Origin period, do you play him in the depleted team? Is he going to be a sort of go-to option? Or is well, he going to be running decoys for him or not? He won't be running. For me, he won't be running decoys. He knows he's. it's up to sort of him to run it, you know. Um, I still don't see him doing any out of the ordinary for him. I, think I, I just think if, if he's going to get some good ball or a bit more good ball from the halfbacks because they just go straight to him, then, yeah, well, that, hopefully we'll see a few extra points. But That's the thing. You've got Sullivan on one side, the other side. And you've got Eisenhuth in the middle. And then you've got it, that Falls. Can't remember his first name, sorry. Kurt Falls. On debut. Yeah. On kick out side, so. How much big... good ball is he going to see? Mm. It's a gamble. Is this kid just going to play short to him all night and play it safe? And he's going to crack some lines. Because the Bulldogs' fence isn't fantastic, let's be honest. Especially down there, right hand side. And it's pretty atrocious. Yeah, we're terrible. Um, <laughs> then we've got Tarpany or Tapine. Pine, sorry, dude. It is oh, Tarpany. I, I think it's Tarpany. 
But um, he he's churning along what good scores. You've had him all year, Con, yeah? Yeah, averaging 60. Yeah, hasn't let you down too much? No. No, doing I well. Would you say? Not the expectations I was hoping for, but... He's chugged along. Apart from those three big dogs, you think he's leading the pack behind them, so... Yeah. Which isn't a bad get, especially yeah. over this period. Now, I put Targo and May on the list just because I feel, provided they keep getting named, I think that they they could be keepers to the end, you know. Um, you might sell one on, especially, I think it'll be May, if anyone, that will get sold on because Toto looks like he's going to catch COVID or something out on that wing. He just doesn't look right there. Um, while, while they're both playing on that left-hand side, I'm not selling either. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They could they could easily be keepers to the end. Yeah, absolutely. Um, both do well. Both score tries. Uh, confidence. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Just growing in Targo a bit more too, like you see him he kicks it in all sorts now, so I like where he's going. Um then I got Reese Robson probably uh, a little bit underrated but he got only got a 50 last week um with cotter out i expect him to do a lot more middle work you know uh i know lolo's back but robson don't mind getting in amongst it i just think cotter he's just so busy you just don't have to do that sort of work i think robson made almost 50 tackles last week as well oh really he just just doesn't run or he didn't run last week yeah he ran a couple of weeks ago, a couple of times. He had two runs last week, maybe three. Yeah, and then you and Aiken. Sorry for all those we speared out of you and a couple of weeks ago, but you and Aiken still chugs along nicely, especially if he's in his centre wing. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'd be telling you to jump out and grab him in the second row. He'd definitely be a centre wing for me. And then Olakuatu just keeps going. He keeps going well. Like he does have. A lower score in him, which is about a 50. But he, he generally gets an attack and stat. He generally breaks some tackles. And he's a, he's he, for me, I jumped on him. He, I've had him since the very start. And very few games for me have been disappointed. Um, I was more disappointed in referee and standard when he got sent off. Uh, he got Simbin that time because I don't feel that was Simbinable, but... That's a different matter. But other than that, he's chugged along nicely all year, Olakawatu. Um, I wouldn't begrudge anyone for bringing him in now, even and just sitting him for 17 and holding on to the end bar injury, you know. Um, just a gun. I like him, big fan. 
Jazzy, you like Ola Kawadi, you see what he brings. Had him from the start, bro. Not getting rid of him. <clears throat> yeah, he's he's one of them guys. Now, Lolo, he's he's as cheap as you probably get him unless he keeps getting 12 minutes a game or whatever. But I'd definitely jump on this week at 480k or whatever he is. Um, especially with no Cotter. And hopefully Cotter gets a rest. All right, so you get, you can, you're getting cheap in next week, but... There's no point in buying him next week. You're pretty much buying him for this week for the round coverage. So it's even now or never. Yeah, me, me also me, me begrudgement on Nat Butcher last week. I said no to Nat Butcher. Nat Butcher backed it up again. Scored well. Um, puts himself in right position. Yeah, he got a lucky try. Yeah, but still, but you yeah, know, that's it. he had to be there. That's right, and. He's one I can see, as long as Victor Radley's out, I can see him getting decent minutes. And, like, he's not going to score tries every week, but he could definitely be a good thing from now to 17 and maybe upgrade him from 17 onwards because I think Radley's back when? No, I think he was out for six weeks originally. So, yeah, not sure. Now, we've got some gambles to talk about. Um, Next players, we wouldn't tell you to go out and get them, but if you've got a gut feeling and you just want to go a bit of a pod sort of move on, on other people, I think Satili Tupanu is one. Um, what about you, Con? Would you put Satili on that list? Yeah, massive gamble. Massive. Well, I wouldn't take it myself, but I know people will. Yeah. Because he can find the trial line, as we know. Also, Luke Thompson, I put on that list with no Pangai having back spasms. Uh, Thompson, that like I, I had Thompson last year, finished the year with him, finished strong. He's he's a super coach player. This year just hasn't I feel he hasn't had the opportunities with with Pangai in the side. He sort of takes more of a backwards seat. But if he can go on a, at least a four or five game run. Without Pangai, I feel he could be the perfect upgrade come 17 as well. That's just for me, but um, it'd all depend on what they do with Pangai. But yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm heavily looking at Thompson this week myself because Pangai's out, so it could be a nice downgrade. He's only 450 odd thousand, I think, Luke Thompson. So I'll be looking at downgrading Pangai to him and banking some cash. For upgrades next week If I did look at going that way um, mm-hmm. Mo Foot Awaker Now I know you're You yourself rate Mo uh, You hard done by for Origin for Mo Yeah absolutely um, Will Mo go out and say Fuck you Billy Slater On the weekend And just rip tear bust I hope so Because for me oh, That's what I'm also thinking Angus Crichton's going to go out And do as well Yeah um, Carr as well all the players who missed out that probably should have got spots. I see. I see in my head. I see why Ado Car got dropped. They need a giant out there. But not disagreeing. Yeah. Anyway, then my last one on the list is. I know Juzzy was talking about him last week, and, and we sort of said no. But James Fisher Harris. He's one of them guys. He's up there. He's up there in the top echelon. He's not. He's consistent. He's not the best. Of the best, but he he does a job. He's know? a safe fifty. Um, good sixty. Yeah, good sixty. You reckon? Yeah, like not 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 every week, but he'll be in that like high fifty average, sort of sitting just below sixty, and he's just good as a chug along. If you're looking to plant some cash, yeah. 
Yeah, all right. Yeah, that's all I got for that. You've got anyone else you can think of off the top of your head that's playing this this week that you could see? Tohu Harris. Oh yes, Tohu. Very. I, oh, I forgot about he'd Tohu. Definitely be keeper to the end. I pulled the trigger on him last week. Yeah, happy with I, it. Well, I mean, he no, got 50 he, last week, yeah, he did average last week, but just getting his match fitness back, his yeah. minutes are increasing. You know, he's going to be good. Yeah, that's it. He's pulling out of fifty, and he's you know hasn't played for ages. Yeah. What, five hundred fifty k, five hundred fifty seven. Yeah, just while we're super coach heavy, oh, we we finished with that. You remember anyone else off the top of your heads? Dave Feeder come back, got injured straight away. So sorry anyone who jumped on there, but was sort of could have gone for Origin as well. It was a sort of a gamble trade. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. I just want to quickly go to the ins and outs before I go to my next topic because it's a little bit off topic of Supercoach, but we'll go back to questions after it. But the ins and outs for the week, the at the moment as of Tuesday night, the most traded in was Angus Crichton. Then Joey Manu, Joseph Tarpany, Ruben Garrick, and Arpi Coruscant. Now Arpi to me was that was an eye raiser for me. Um, I, I can see myself just taking the hit there rather than just rushing out and getting Arpi for two or three weeks. But if Nath gets rested, he could be a good get. Yeah, I mean anything Penrith's going to do, it's going to be him and Edwards. That are controlling it. Him at the front, Edwards at the back. I'm more thinking about 14 and 15. I'm thinking that if... Well, Nath, if anyone's playing Nath reduced gets, minutes, yeah. Arpy's not gets getting arrested. Or Arpy, uh, I mean, or Yo gets arrested, and I can see Arpy having to do a bit more, but it's a big gamble. Well, because can Mitch Kenny come in and play like that middle forward role at 13 or he, something? He does a fair bit anyway. Yeah. Sometimes you see him out there with Arpy for a little bit when needed. And then Appy usually goes off for a rest, but maybe that's it. Appy will be playing the increased minutes over the origin period. Could be a good get if he is. John? Three of his last scores have been over 70. Yeah. Been a 92, 73, and an 81 in there. They were all with attacking stats, so. Um, I don't love it. No. But Won't I can see people, people just... Want the numbers and they'll take the points this week. So, I understand. Yeah. And then f- the most traded out was Taff, um, King, Ilias, Tulungi and Randall. Now, a couple of them should have already been gone. Um, mm. But a couple of them, I think, are the right time as well. I think King's probably the right time, Josh King. Um, Taff as well. Yeah, yeah well, probably in right. hindsight, last week was a week for Taff, but fucking Demetrio. Yeah. Are uh, you got either of those guys still, Jazzy? Uh, moving King on this week. Um, and, yeah, cop Taff last week. Didn't even realise it was happening. Otherwise, I might have, you know, reconsidered my trades. But. Well, I had a cop TPJ. I didn't realise he was out because I was at some bullshit too. And, yeah, I was spewing about that. Spionard getting a phone. Phone will be back next week. Um, but yeah, so um, all right. Now, just quick off topic of Super Coach is Payne Haas a grub? I think he's been very, very selfish. Yeah, absolutely. Juzzy, have you heard the saga? I have heard the saga, and the last thing I heard in relation to the saga is the fact that. Uh, he doesn't want as many years on his deal. He's actually trying to negotiate the many years down, and that's where it was. It wasn't overpay anyway. 
Um, but yeah, for me, don't talk about it, especially at this time of year. The whole thing with him making the origin thing is Freddie's already talked to Broncos management and his and Payne Haas, and they've all assured him that this won't be a thing. That they're, they're working on it, right? So ultimately, you're playing into Queensland's hands by letting this get in their heads in That's New South Wales. Easy copy out for Freddie. My thing was, look, if he wasn't the best prop in the game, would Freddie stand by? He's, we're not bringing contract drama into camp. Probably <laughs> <laughs> not. Yeah, so. Um, look, let, we'll I just love know. his, I just we'll his Freddie impersonation. Can you do that again? No, nah, I'd never believe your throat. Say, <laughs> lucky. Say, say, Joey, you're my best friend. I love you, bro. <laughs> we'll, um, we'll never know. But look, for me, the only thing I didn't like about it was it was done just before a game. Um I know he goes into Origin Camp and that this week, so it would have been hard to get to sit down with the club and that. But to do it two days before a game and then to expect to walk out and the crowd, I thought were right to boo him. But then he had him had to cheer for him a couple of times. He done well. <laughs> but, they kept booing him though. Yeah, yeah I know. But relentless. look, for me, it's not just his fault too. You got to remember, we all remember a couple of years ago KP drama, right? And I hate to, you know. Really, this year KP drama. No, but you know what I mean. Like the money, the money, the money, and it was all come down to the management. And it's they are just young fucking dudes. Like it's the manager that's pulled the trigger on that shit with the club. Like they could have waited till seventeen or or whatever. But I don't know. It's it's just poorly handled. Still. I don't think he's a grub coming out and asking for more money. He's is everyone. Everyone oh. likes to be able to feel that they've got the right so, to ask for more money. Yeah. Well, when he was, you might not. When get he it. was eighteen or whatever, he burst onto the scene, had that game or two, and then got busted. They signed him for six years. He had a good faith. Yes, they knew they were probably getting a bargain then, but at the time they were paying overs. And then yeah, yeah, a couple, they were. couple of years later, they upgraded him without extending his contract, so they just gave him more money. For nothing, on good no faith. extra years, because yeah. rewarded him, and so now he's on seven fifty or something this year, eight hundred next year, eight fifty the year after, and now he's coming out and saying he wants more or he wants out. That's big shit go as I've ever seen, especially once the Broncos finally turned it around. Um, yeah, to come out and do that now is just it shows me he's not a team player and. For me, he wouldn't be a person that I want in my team, even if he's the best prop in the game. Yeah, it's not very teamsterish. Definitely not. You know, um, but for me, if he does leave the club, and this is very um, super coach greedy of me, but Pat Harrigan, guys, <laughs> is the fucking guy to jump on. That's how to do first. If if Payne us leaves the Broncos, get on Pat Harrigan. He's going to go fucking rip tear bass. I think he will leave. I think he has to now. I, I don't. I can't see club culture going forward because you'd have to sort of. It'd be let's do this as a team. Is that okay, Payne? <laughs> well, apparently he's off. staying there. Apparently the request has been withdrawn. Yeah, well. They've come to an agreement. Fuck. It'd be hard. How much it's cost them? Oh, well, third party. You know, it should never have got to that. Third party somewhere should have just salt bade the love. Like I shouldn't. That's where the NRL needs to fucking grow a backbone and make a contract a contract. Yeah, but we all Instead know. Instead of it being wishy-washy shit. We all know how the Salt Bay works. Like Gordy said on Matty Johns, he had to sit out a year, 
because he wanted to leave the Dragons and go to the Broncos while he was under contract. So he had to sit out a full year and then he could go and play for the Broncos. That was the Dragons? Yeah. That was about that. So he could have played for the Dragons. He could have, but, but he wanted he, to go to the Broncos. Well, he should have just stuck to his guns and played for the Dragons. He did stick to his guns. He yeah, wanted to go well, to the Broncos. Yeah, he did, but... Well, I think, yeah, contract's contract and you fucking just do it. But we're never going to get there anyway. Yeah, so he's a grub. Selfish. Grub. <laughs> you were meant to be the no. Yeah, well, you know, I told you halfway through I was going to swing. Um, questions. Got any liveies on there, Juzzy? Scott Smith says good day. Uh, Lance George is in there. Watto's in there. What? Timmy O'Connor. Timmy. Uh, Michael Dacko. I want to get rid of Taff thinking Nico to halfback bringing in Savage. Ooh, how'd Savage go on the weekend? Looked busy. Looked okay. Didn't didn't see Supercoach score, but I don't think he scored great. He's, he looks okay. Um, There's definitely potential there if he can find some open space. He's gone, but I don't love the trade. No, he's got to, he's got to break the tackles. He doesn't really break them. He gets buckled in half a bit, but he'll get there eventually. Just I wouldn't do it. No. No. Uh, no. Luke Smith's in there. Stephen Richards. Richo, Joey Manu, bruv, jump on. 100% says, hey, boys, Joey Manu. That's all I have to say. That's, bro, you are on. This is the week. Teddy Woods is in there, says, Suppo. Teddy, um, i got no phone still, bro. I'll get back to you. Ryan Ings. Hi, uh, hi, boys. Thanks for talking me into holding Munster last week. Struggling for a captain this week, considering Burton. Oh, fuck. That's, That's um, sneaky smoky against the old team. Wouldn't be a bad one. Um, odd VC him. Look for what, what game's that? Game three. Second one. Second one, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'd VC him. VC, VC, you got the option to run a loop this week. Unless you, you're running the VC on Lolo or someone like that. Um, I'd VC him and then look for deeper. Look deeper in the week for a captain. And if he scores well, just loop him. It's a free loop this week, guys. Yeah, not a massive fan. All right, Brian Ings. No, that was Brian Ings. My bad. Thanks, Brian. Mark Vowles says, good day, champions. Ah, oh, Drift King. Chris Sorry. McClellan's in there, says, get into it, Bergs. Bowsy, is grass. it worth looking at Appy to cover 13? We did talk a little bit about it. Colin doesn't love it, but his last three scores have been good. Um, Go if you got, man. If uh, if you're feeling it, do it. Like, for me, it's not not what I'm doing, but. I wouldn't begrudge anyone for jumping on. They're high points side. Anyone can score points at any time. Richo says, super pod move, boys. Look at Rapana this week. Ooh, Richo, I think he's a dual two, Rapana. He is. Ooh, I like that. What about you, Con? Um, yeah, well, you know Rapana can have an absolute blinder. It's not beyond him. He loves to break tackle and break the line, score tries. He gets involved. Um, if you watch their games, you see him over near the posts a few times, and yeah, he's, he's he's involved. Like sometimes he doesn't get it right, but his involvement's there. Yeah, definitely, and yeah, he can definitely pump out a big score. Yeah, I don't mind that. And that four hundred k, pretty juicy. All right, Chris Maxfield says, uh, get on the hammer this week. Value and could go better than Joey and Rubes. 
<sighs> Where's he playing? Center for Val? Center, yeah. He could, but he's next week or the week after when Val's back, he's... Who's, who's filling in for Dearden? Now, Dearden will be back. Dearden's not playing Origin, bro. Yeah, but he's 18th he's man. man. He's playing. If they keep him as 18th man, he'll be at the ground. Oh, really? Uh, ben Hampton. Benny Hampton. Fuck, he's played everywhere, Benny Hampton. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's only a one-week prospect. Yeah. Well, he's back to the bench next week and an AE nightmare for you. Alrighty, so that's a no. Unless you got shitloads of trades and you can just get him up reviewing next week. Yeah, I don't recommend doing that too much. Um, bringing him in for one week. It's... No, that's like I said, you've got yeah. shitloads of trades. Well, if he gets a 30, it's the trade's totally wasted and, yeah, I just don't, don't like doing that. Richo's blown away that you finally agree with him. So he should be. About Rapina. Oh, was that Richo? Yeah. No, I'd, no Rapina then. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, he's, he's good. He's a good get, I feel. He is. Goes on runs. And if you get him at the right time, you get hundreds. Uh, Alright, hold on. I've got some more questions over here. Did, uh... Will Drew Hutchinson get enough minutes to be a cheap backup option to Cleary over Origin period, or should I just run one short this week? Yuck. Yeah, I'm a yuck man there too. Yeah. Uh, just play the man short. You know, whoever you get in, Nafe's going to outscore next week. No, nah, I'm assuming he's going to go tough to them. Just an assumption. I don't know that. Yeah, it's a backup option. Yeah, I just don't know. Drew Hutchinson for me is no good. Doesn't play 80 or anything, does he? No. No, he's no good. Where are you at, does he? Uh, Watto says, hey, fellas, currently got 11 for this buy at the moment uh, before trades if Sawali plays. What's the ideal number heading into 13? Well, well, Brad said... I think Brad said 11 was anywhere north of 11. You're good, pretty much. Well, 8 was average going eight, into yeah. this round with three trades, so and that's, 11's going to be the maximum average. That's the top 20,000 coaches, so assumingly everyone but me is in there. <laughs> but, that's it. I'd be more interested to see it maybe narrow down a bit to see what the ratio is to like the 10,000, 5,000, 1,000. Yeah, but Just still. Because 20,000 is very broad. Still, but average eight players across that. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. But, oh, that that could be 15,000 to 20,000 all have, like, four players or something. But the top players are sitting with 13, 14, who you're actually competing against. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. So. Yeah, I get that, yeah. Well, I, I automatically lost a few with no TPJ, no Cotter. Uh, but did game one of Angus Crichton, who I didn't think was going to be there. So yeah, um, yeah, and, and a lot of people and I had tubes. Yeah, because he just chugs along nicely and does a job there. No one really notices him doing what he does. So I know a few people are missing tubes this week as well. So yeah. So Justin Magrin and Tim O'Connor both have a question about the same person. Timmy says, now that he hasn't been selected for New South Wales, is Angus a buy uh, and possibly a hold till the end? Yep. And Justin wants to know, should I buy Angus with his next three games being Parramatta, uh, Storm, Parramatta and Penrith? Yeah. Yes and yes. Yes? And yeah. yes. All over it? Yes. 
Jacko's doing well too. He is. He's doing very well. He's Jacko. doing very well. He's pumping you. Just so you know. Like, yeah, I know. He just. I've just got to. But you know what? I should have done this ages ago, months ago. But you know how I get on a Tuesday. That's right. But we'll do it now. He's pumping you. Yeah, <laughs> all comes down to grand final day. No, I know. But I'm just giving. One, I'm giving him one live. Yeah. JP. I'll give him his kudos as well. He's got him. Well done, mate. Uh, and Paul Man's got a question. Uh, he says, "If you're getting a hooker this round, who do you go for? Robson <sighs> or Appy? Yeah, yeah. For me, it'd be oh, Appy's been a hot topic. So some of these guys that have asked about Appy are good super coaches. So oh, I went Robson last week too. So probably Appy. <laughs> yeah, and he, no sneak. There's no sneakies there or anything like. It really comes down to those two. Jeremy Marshall King." No. No. Possibly. Not for me. Chaz? Yeah, I like Chaz, but I'm scared. Curran's back soon. I don't know about Egan. Yeah, you get on him for the short term. Yeah, but anyway, I should have done it last week, but I didn't. All right, well, that's about it for questions, boys. Right, so that's about it then for the week. Good luck, guys. Um, we'll be We'll be back before next Origin, won't we? We will. We will. We we'll back be back to Geneva. Go to the Blues anyway. Yeah. Yep. Good luck, peeps. Happy bye round. Peace. Anyone going coachy coaches or no one's coaching on? Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 